welcome to another episode of the McYon Show. I am your host, McYon, and this is my celebrity co-host, Vanessa. And I also have another host in the house tonight. Tell them your name. My name is Stacy Harvey. So we want to thank you guys for joining us. We do. I do want to apologize for us getting started late, but traffic. But anyway, we are here now, so we are definitely going to get into our discussion. Um, tonight in our Girl Chat segment, we have a story that's actually blowing up from out of the Ohio area, where it was a, um, a woman who was killed um, over the weekend by her ex-husband. And I wanted to share this story because, you know, a lot of times when we talk about domestic violence, people always try to put a face on domestic violence like they have to be um uneducated and um low income and you know you know this a lot of negative things go with domestic violence but i just want to share with everybody that domestic violence doesn't have a face it doesn't matter how much education you have how much income you have or where you come from and it can still affect you so the story that's trending right now is out of ohio where a judge has actually killed his a strange wife and he kills her in front of their two young daughters which are um three and six years old now he lost his um i don't know if he has a license or what they get to be a judge i guess you got to get your lawyer the bar and everything you get that but then um what happened was is that a few months ago when they were at a family funeral he attacked her he attacked her and was punching her in her face and everything wow. in front of the kids slamming her head into the dashboard and he went to jail for it he went he did nine months for that and so of course with him having a domestic violence charge he lost he lost his job and where he would no longer ever be a judge so what happened when he came he got out he did nine months for assaulting her he got out of jail and now he has killed the ex-wife mm -hmm. He killed her in the driveway of her home in front of her children. They said that he stabbed her this time. And he stabbed her up so much that it was blood splatter all over both little girls. Can you just imagine that, though? No, I can't. I don't even want to imagine something so traumatic like that. And now what these children have to deal with. To wake up to see them, the um, children having nightmares all over again. It's like it's just playing over and over in your mind that I can't believe that my daddy stabbed up my mommy in front of me and I would never see my mom ever again. Yeah, not only stabbed up mommy, but killed, he killed mommy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Daddy killed mommy. And these were two people who were very educated. Mm -hmm. She was a school teacher. She, she, um, she had her own business that she was running. She was an entrepreneur. And they were heavy into the community, doing a lot of community work. Um, her family is a very prestige family. Um, how I heard a story, I actually follow her uncle on Instagram, and he has a um, business, um, a business where he go out and he talk about issues that affect the community and things. So, Dr. George Frazier, I just want to send my condolences out to you and your family and your brother, because it was actually his brother's niece, his brother's wow. daughter, who was murdered, and her name was. Um, her name is. I think it's Aisha. Is it Aisha? I, can't remember her name. I cannot remember her name right now. I do apologize for that. But I just wanted to just see what you guys thought about that with this story, you know, trending. And, you know, we just came out of Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we see that this is still happening. 
I think that is very, very heartening to the fact that he's a judge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a, a lot of times us as um, people that's on the other end, end of, of the fence is, um, you know, survivors of domestic violence. It's so sad because when we go to court, picture him being a judge sitting mm -hmm. there. Absolutely. It could have went either way. It could have been, you know, he's telling the abuser that he can get off and then you're fearful for your life and you don't even know what's going to happen mm -hmm. because you didn't even know that he was an abuser himself. Exactly. And I always say that, you know, a lot of times I, I try to understand why domestic violence don't get a lot of attention the way we it really should be because it's at epidemic um, levels. But you got to remember, a lot of abusers are judges. They are police chiefs. Mm -hmm. They are attorneys. They are yep. bankers. I mean, it, it doesn't have a face. Anybody can be an abuser. And it just goes to show you that we'll people that are being abused, will they ever get the justice that they deserve when we they have don't. abusers sitting in those roles? They really yeah, don't. I thought about that when I saw the story. I was like, now we got crazies on the bench? Yeah, oh, we I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm we like, do. that is terrible. And I can't it imagine what the children are going through because now not only have they lost mommy, but they're about to lose daddy. Absolutely. And so I just pray that they get the counseling that they need and everybody surround them with love. But it's just so sad. I'm like, when will it end? When will, when it, will end? it end? And just don't trust, I mean, not to say don't trust people, but I was reading up on it, and they was like, don't trust your abuser. You, you can't. can't. I don't you care can't. what they say. Let me tell do. you something. <laughs> and a, a person that will put their hands on you, if they will punch you in your face, if they will strangle you, and I mean put their hands around your throat, because that's not choking. You can only choke off of food. That is strangulation. Anybody that does that to you, you can guarantee that they will come back and that they will kill you. You know, I was um, watching this screening the other day as I, when I um, told you that I went to this, this screening about domestic violence. And this lady, she came out of her um, abusive situation with her husband and they ended up taking away the child. And when they took the child away, it so happened that the child was kind of like, you know, upset with the mother saying that, Mommy, how is it, why did you give me up? But the mommy didn't give her up. She pretty much had to let her go because they said that the environment was not safe. Mm -hmm. But say this to say that, she um, walked away from the situation and thought that everything was okay. And this particular day, she decided that she wanted to um, take her daughter to trick-or-treating. And she said, maybe if I just invite him to come out and, you know, we can just go as a family or just to, to, to make the daughter feel, you know, you know, the, the presence of both parents in the same, in, in the same you know, the, the same atmosphere, maybe they, she, she would have, you know, she would be okay. And the lady said she called him and asked him if he wanted to go trick-or-treating with her, and she said yes. Uh, he said yes. And when he turned around and he said yes, they went trick-or-treating, and he decided that he wasn't going to come out of the vehicle. And she said okay. She ended up taking her daughter to trick-or-treating, and when she got back in the vehicle, he started beating her up and saying, um, you're cheating on me. Mind you, she's no longer with this mm -hmm. particular person mm -hmm. anymore. She left the situation already. She's no longer with him. But it's something that triggers in his mind that he's very, very jealous. So the minute she went out trick-or-treating, he thinks that she's talking to all of these different, different people. And he got so angry and started beating her in the vehicle. He kidnapped her and daughter called his cousin and told his cousin because his cousin um, drive tracked the trailer called the cousin and told the cousin to come and pick them up on the back of the hospital cousin picked them up and they driving across state lines with this girl mm -hmm. and it's her and her daughter in the in, in inside of this truck 
The cousin know what was going on, and this man was literally beat. He beat her for four days mm. straight. He literally beat her for four mm -hmm. days straight, and you know, um, he, he like whenever he had to relieve himself, he would call. He would like relieve himself in her face. He would urine in her face, mm. throw drinks mm. and everything on her, and he kept saying, um, you know. Who are you cheating on me with? Who are you cheating on me with? She said, maybe if I tell him yes, he will mm -hmm. leave me alone. But it didn't happen. So, and she told him yes. And the minute she told him yes, he said, who is it? So she started naming names. He said, okay, let's call. They, she called this um, particular family. It was a husband and wife that was sleeping. It was like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. She called them. And she was telling them that, you know, I was cheating on your husband. And he's in the background like, tell her what happened. Tell her what happened. But it so happened that good thing the wife caught on to what was going on because she's like, something don't sound right. Like, in her voice, the way how she was talking, it's, it's like it's giving an alert, like, mm -hmm. I need to call the police. Mm -hmm. And as she was um, talking, when she got off the phone, he got her to call other people, and she called these other people, and it just went on and on and on So they decided they was going to call the police. They called the police, and they said that, you know, something don't sound right. And somebody picked up on it, knowing that she was in an abusive situation, they decided to call the tractor trailer company, and that's how the police ended up pulling them over. Mm. The police officer pulled them over and said, I, in all my years being an officer, I've never, ever seen anybody beat up this way. Mm -hmm. This lady was so badly beaten, it was, it was ridiculous. She was unrecognizable. And that's what you got to understand, that when you're in an abusive relationship, it is never going to get better without no. help. Mm -hmm. And so if a, if a person, and I'm talking about male or female, because we do understand, I have to make sure I say this, yeah. is that we do understand that men are being abused as well. But because the numbers show that more women are being abused, that's who we're talking about today. We're talking about um, men being abused, so we're talking to women. And just to let women know that, you know, you have to believe someone. You have to believe that threat. And you cannot trust your mm -hmm. abuser. At all. You cannot trust them. You can't keep on saying, well, I'm going to do this for the children. And, and the kids need their father. Yes, they do need their father. But that don't mean that you have to go everywhere mm -hmm. with them when they're spending time with their father. Let them go be with their father yep. if you no longer is in the relationship with them. Yeah, exactly. You have to let them go. Let them go. Too many women are losing their lives trusting people who are not even mentally stable enough to handle what's going on. You have to get some help. There has to be some therapy. There has to be some counseling. You know, go to court. Make these um, reports because you have to document this behavior. If anything ever happened to you, at least there's a track mm -hmm. record of the abuse that you have endured. Yep. Has to you be. have to take that step. It you have to. to think about your safety and the safety of your children. Because if you don't think about the safety of the children, then it's, 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 it's all a open, it's all a, you know, he's going to come after you regardless. And he's going to come after you and the children. 
Absolutely. Right. And sometimes the children, I'm, I'm sorry, sometimes mm -hmm. the children end up getting caught in the crossfire. Absolutely. Right, and that's what I was about to say. It's, it's really sad when innocent bystanders yes. get caught. If they go to the house and they're coming after you, whoever is in there, sometimes when they lose their mind, they don't lose it halfway, they lose it all the way. Absolutely. So now everybody around, if the police try to come and help you, if anybody who's around, they can lose their lives just yes. because of a situation that, you know, could have went a different way. Yeah, and even like being advocates, when we try to step in and help women, you know, and something may happen to us, you have to report. That's why a lot of times um, people can't get the services that they need is because they don't want to do their part. Yeah. You know, a lot of people want the services of being able to get out of a domestic violence situation, but yet you don't want to do your part. You don't want to go and get that protection order. Well, that has to be in place for the safety of the advocate mm -hmm. of the one that's helping you. If yes, something was yeah. to happen to me out there trying to help a woman or a young girl, I want to, my family would want to know who harmed me. Yeah, they, and that person will have to pay for that. Exactly. They will have to pay for that. So you have to get these protection orders. You have to get these restraining orders. You have to do it. I know sometimes we feel as though, well, I don't want to hurt him, and I don't want him to lose his job. Well, what about <laughs> if he kill you? Right. He's going to lose his job. <laughs> but the crazy part about it is we're putting ourselves in harm's way, and you don't even realize that we're putting ourselves in harm's way, and we're trying to help you out of the situation. But you have to literally want that help in order for us to help you because we have no problem helping but the mere fact that if we you know we're trying to get you, you you start you know start thinking maybe if I go back it might be better it doesn't get better it, it doesn't get better and so what we want to do to everybody that's listening on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube if you have a question you can call into the studio at 240-719-2560 also, just want to let anybody know if you are out there, you are in a domestic violence situation, there is a hotline number, which is 1-800-799-SAFE. You can call that number anywhere throughout the United States, and they'll be able to put you in contact with resources in your area where you're able to get help. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break real quick. You are watching The McYon Show, and we'll be right back. We gonna start them all smooth, huh? If this is your first time seeing Belladonna, y'all know we started all smooth because we got a whole nother set of parties. Hey, all the cancers in the building, yeah. Who got a birthday out here tonight? Oh, I just got a bunch of grown folks coming out ready to party. All the grown folks that just here to party, make some noise for me, y'all. Give me a little more love, yeah, yeah, and a little more high, yeah. I got you, baby, yeah. She not see you, no. I can't believe I believed everything we had was. So dumb and naive to believe that with me you're a changed man. Silly of me to dream of day having your kiss. Love is so blind, it feels right when it's wrong. I can't believe I fell for your sins. I'm 
smarter than that. So don't be naive to believe that with me. Basically, you need to compete when you cheat with women. Took me some time, but now I am strong. Because I've realized I got in myself, and that's all I got in the end. When I found out, and there ain't no need to cry, sick about it. Now on, I'm gonna be my own best friend. Be myself and I, so I got in the end. That's what I found out, and there ain't no need to cry, sick about it. Now on, I'm gonna be my own best friend. Controlling, you say that you love me, but you don't. Your family told me one day I would see it on my own. Next thing you know, I'm dealing with your three kids in my home. Took me some time, but now I am strong. Now that it's over, stop calling me. Come pick up your clothes. Ain't no need to front like you're still with me. All your homies know, even your very best friend tried to warn me on the low. Took me some time, but now I am strong. Cause I realize I got Be myself and that's all I got in the end. what I found out, and there ain't no need to cry. I'm gonna be my own best friend. Be myself and that's all I got in the end. what I found out, and there ain't no need to cry. It's allowed and from my own, I'm gonna be my own best friend. Got me myself. I got me myself and I I got me myself and I 
get to the party, y'all? Can we get to the party, y'all? Oh, thank you, yeah. baby. Y'all a little quiet out there, I don't know. Somebody told me Kansas know how to party. I'm starting to question that. <laughs> the Kansas feel right. Happy birthday, Latrina. Danielle and Lisa, too. And this Kathy got it. Hey, gotta love Shannon. Hello and welcome back to the McKeon Show. I am your host, McKeon, and this is my celebrity co-host, Vanessa and Stacy. And you can see we have another person at the table. It is our special guest for tonight. It is Miss Angela Mosley. Mrs. TJ Sauce herself is in the studio. Yeah. Hey, Angela. <laughs> welcome to the McKeon Show. It is a pleasure to have you here. Guys, I have heard so much about her legendary sauce. Wow. And as you can see, we got our little plates up here with some some little chips. macaroni salad. And the little some chips. chips. <laughs> and so what we're going to do first, we're going to have Angela to introduce herself and share a little bit of her story. She has a powerful story. And then we're going to get into this famous sauce that she has created. Okay, so Angela, thank you so much again for being here. You know what? I, I'm nervous. Normally, I'm not nervous. I go live all the time, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are friends over here. Right, right. we're friends over here. Girl, I got so many people looking at me right now. Mm -hmm. Who am I? I am Miss TJ Sauce. Miss mm -hmm. TJ Sauce is named after my sons, Tyson and Jaden. They are my wives. I'll be looking here, here. Yes, right there. They can <laughs> right in front Thank of us. Thank you very much. I was like, okay. <laughs> they are my why. Um, we're not going to drop the tears. Mm -hmm. But if they come, they come. You know, my hustle, three years ago, I started Miss TJ Sauce. At work, the Census Bureau, I was contractor, potluck. I brought in some salmon cakes, and I brought the sauce in. Everybody was putting the sauce on everything. And they kept saying, who made this sauce? And I just stood back. Hmm. I'm not going to say nothing. My coworker said, you going to say something? No. Mm -mm. I went back to my desk, went to the graphic designer. Hey, Sheree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sheree. I said, I need a logo. I'm going to open my own business. Look at God. Mm. So my mom, we was trying to figure out the name. I don't know what name we came up with at first. And she said, well, it's about the kid. TJ. Okay. The youngest to the oldest. That's when Miss TJ Sauce came. From that point, life happened. When I say life happened, I was using my rent money to fund the business. That wasn't a smart move. I got laid off. I lost my job. I lost my car, BMW. <laughs> and I was scheduled to get evicted. What happened after that was the worst. Depression. Mm -hmm. Depression is real. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. 
It's so real. The Benadryl and Flexerol muscle relaxers was my best friend. Mm. It was so real that I lost my children. And when I say I lost my children, I lost one to the Internet. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm thinking he's watching TV. He's watching animated porn. Mm. Then I will have another one. He watching gaming. So I was losing my children, and I was under the same roof as them because I was depressed. Mm. <laughs> I attend First Baptist Church at Glenarden, and I stopped praying. Mm -hmm. And one Sunday in May, Pastor Jenkins said something. He said, when the enemy takes away your prayer power, mm. Mm, that's when he knows he got a foothold in your neck. Mm. Wow. So I said, whew, really? I'm going to start praying again. Mm -hmm. And when I started praying again, he started showing me Miss TJ sauce. Mm. Mm. Miss TJ sauce. This lipstick about driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just as real as can be. <laughs> I felt like some gum was on my lip. <laughs> and next thing I know, um, I relaunched the business in July. And within five minutes, I had an order from a brother that I went to high school with. Hmm. 48 ounces of sauce, four bottles. He said, man, where you been? <laughs> I've been waiting for this sauce for two years. Mm. I said, what? He said, yeah, Misha told me about it. I said, oh, my, my, my. So guess what? From July to now, I have been on the brunch of Half Note Lounge. My sauce was featured at Half Note. My Thank God. you, Derek. Yes, Half My Note. Amen. Shout out to Half <laughs> Note. Okay. <laughs> um, I have been at Jiffy Subs. Thank you, Mr. Peter. Appreciate Thank you, Jiffy. I have been at Miller's Farm. I sold out in four and a half hours. So. Miller's Farm, man, that family, that business been there since 1892. Mm -hmm. Wow, look at God. Mm -hmm. You know how I got there? God said, I need you to go right there after church. Mm. I turned right in mm. and went in and talked to the daughter. She said, my, my father needs to talk to you. Ooh. I said, what? He said, what you got in? I said, obey. He said, I put obey on everything. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you good. Mm. Well, how much is this? I said, it's five or seven. He said, ooh, kind of high. I said, but if you just give me a try. And he said, okay, how about on a Saturday? And I'm looking at him like, seriously? <laughs> and that family blessed me. Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to pay for a table. Wow. I didn't have to do nothing. I made over $500 in one day. And so that day, one of my customers, he called me and said, Angie, man, I put the sweet and sassy in some macaroni tuna salad. Yo, mm. <laughs> man, they licking their fingers. I said, excuse me, bring me some. <laughs> I tasted it, and I said, you got to be kidding. So what did I do? Miller's Farm, I made the macaroni tuna salad. Wow. Both, both sauces. So Miss 
I got Miss Sweet and Sassy. Come on, ladies, go ahead. Do it. Sweet and Sassy and Miss Kicking. Okay, so this right here we're tasting. So is you're tasting Miss TJ's mac and tuna with Miss Sweet and Sassy, mm. both sauces, Miss mm. Sweet and Sassy, Tastes and Miss Kicking. Oh, now that is good. It's good. So that what, is delicious. So y'all ready for the sauce? Oh, we ain't got none yet. We don't have the sauce oh. yet. See, this oh. Is, <laughs> now see, this so is what happened. Now see, listen. This is what happened. This is what happened on Saturday. Mm -hmm. The macaroni tuna salad overshadowed the sauce. Mm -hmm. I miss TJ sauce. Mm -hmm. What we should have did is, you get the sauce Thank first, you. honey. Oh, that what it is. Okay. You uh -huh. get the sauce. Okay. Dag on. Uh, what's your name? All up in there. <laughs> the um, the spices clogging up the thing. All on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Crunch. Excuse us, y'all, while we're crunching, but come we're on, definitely. Come on, come on here. That's that's sweet and sassy. If you okay, don't like no heat, don't don't mess with oh, Miss Kicking, like baby. I like heat. Cause Miss Kicking is a little delay. Now you can take the sauce and, mm. and drizzle it on your macaroni. Look, see, I love her. That's what she doing. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. mm. That is good. So that is good. What is really the sauce, good. right? Yeah, what is it? So it is a mayonnaise. I like a little tang. Yeah. I can't tell you that tang. It tastes really mm -hmm. good. But Miss TJ's is it started off as that crab sauce. Cause every time somebody mm -hmm. say, That's that crab sauce, girl, we used to make. Well, you got four and three ingredients in yours. Mm-hmm. I have seven in mine. What does seven mean? The number of completion. completion. Woo! Mm. So we completed. Mm. Come on now. Come on. We wow. completed. We done. So at the end of the day, God said you got seven, and that's what it's supposed to be. Your sauce is now completed. Wow. So, so I'm going to tell y'all, my grandmother apparently made a sauce like this um, coming up, and everybody in the family said, you know your grandmother, your Jean used to make a sauce like this. I wasn't privy to tasting my grandmother's sauce. Mm -hmm. I lost her when I was 14 years of age. But it's amazing that now this is an all-purpose sauce. Mm -hmm. So you can marinate your fish with it. You can marinate with Miss Kicking and serve it with Miss Sweet and Sassy. You can serve, serve this with about just about anything. I, you so do. Y'all have I'm cute, eating it, I'm cucumbers. thinking about you know putting it on salads, mm -hmm. putting on mm -hmm. you know like nuggets. And different, different yes. things you can put it on. So here's it a, really uh, a toothpick. Y'all ready for Miss Kicking? Mm-hmm. There you go. I'm going to keep going. I'm ready for Miss Kicking. <laughs> kick in. Kick in. Kick in. I'm telling y'all, this is delicious. TJ, Miss TJ sauce. Y'all definitely have got to get this. Yeah. So you go to www.misstjsauce.com. Oh, Oh, yeah, girl, but you be careful, baby. Oh, mm -mm. Oh. Yeah. You better drink your water. <laughs> oh, oh, I ain't had a spicy one yet. <laughs> she said, oh, this is the kitchen sauce? She said, oh. Yeah, it's kicking mm. a little bit. Uh -huh. yeah, be, be careful with it, honey. <laughs> oh, my goodness, y'all. This is delicious. So the thing, I am going to change lives one taste bud at a time. Mm -hmm. Did y'all get that? Mm-hmm. Just like them. <laughs> So, City of Family Ministry, <laughs> saving family one soul at a time. That's what we do here. And that's the bottom line is creating a product, 
creating a sauce. So you're not going to use ranch. Mm -hmm. You can use the cucumber. You can use Miss TJ sauce. Salad, dipping, marinating, cook with it. Crab cakes, potato chips. Anything. Anything. No, but that's what you go. If it's Miss Phillips can be in the freezer section, so can Miss TJ. Absolutely. So you just get your sauce, get your um dip, put it in the oven, 350, 45 minutes, and bam, here you go, baby. <laughs> this you is, was, you this is really, really delicious. So I'm, I'm. That's right. Don't Have do a pack, cause, um, cause I will start crying. Have you ever made like? This is my time meat with it like mix it up with like in in in, in chicken See, yeah you can use a marinade so you can also it's a marinating sauce i'm oh. telling y'all this sauce is delicious that's good so so i'm gonna leave y'all with something because mm -hmm. not only am i miss tj sauce mm -hmm. i'm a lake of the poet okay and sometimes i know it Okay. <laughs> so you about to bless us? So I'm about to bless y'all. Okay. Because we got to move on, right? Yeah. So that's, okay, that's the name of this <laughs> That's the name of this poem. Y'all ready? Okay, wait a minute. Let me, let me get my Facebook so they can, so they can, so they can definitely <laughs> indulge in this. Y'all play too much. <laughs> we about to do, um. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on is having a smile on your face. Because the moment of grace has just entered your place of new beginnings. Mm -hmm. Keep on moving. Moving on and stop looking back on old loves and past relationships that has haunted the beauty of your eyes, but had people mesmerized by what you had to offer aside. They're my mama. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on moving. Moving on is rebuilding of new material, but refusing to become materialistic. See, those things, those bling blings, they don't make you who you are. Mm -hmm. They're only to enhance where you're trying to go. Moving on is helping all races of people to reflect on the past, but to not live for things that one cannot have. Mm. And lastly, gone. Moving on is some soulmates do dissipate to worldly temptations only to find themselves wondering if they can trade places and go back into the arms of sublime dedication. Mm. Mm. Moving on is forgiving. Let's mm. begin living. Keep on moving. Don't stop. Don't stop whatever you're doing. Whatever your dream, whatever your goal, whatever your why, you continue to grow and be what God has for you to be. Amen. Amen. This is what we do when we finish spoken word. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. You're going to have to bless us with another one. You're going to have to bless us with something else. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to get Miss Angela up on the Vox Wave stage, y'all. So she is definitely going to bless us again. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hello, guys, and welcome back to the McYon Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. To all of my viewers out there watching on YouTube, we appreciate you. We thank you. Also, those watching on VoxWave.com, thank you so much for joining us. We also have all our friends here on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you guys for tuning in. Now, what we're going to do, we have Miss Angela Mosley. She is up on the VoxWave stage, yes. and she is definitely going to bless us with more poetry. So, my name is Malika, the poet, okay? And I perform at Busboys and Poets, and the best host ever is E-Baby. <laughs> He's the best. Can I grab this? Yes. So, you know, one of the poems I did was moving on, and I, of course my brain can't go what I can't remember, but we was talking about domestic violence. Mm -hmm. And I have a piece about domestic violence, but of course I'm going to try to wing it. Um, did I ask you to watch my kids? Did I ask you to, and I can't remember what the poem is, oh, okay. Whatever the name is, we're going to get it. Amen. Domestic violence. Did I ask, it was the way that you called me, honey. Did I ask you to help me, to take me, to watch my kids? No. But did I ask you for money? No. But it was the way that you called me, honey. Really? Did I ask you to take me on trips? No, but I started to build up an internal fear because I started to watch the things that was coming out of my lips. Did I ask you to put your hands around my neck? No, you got pissed off because I started to stand up for myself. Domestic violence. See, when I realized that I started losing me, to be with you, it made me realize I was losing me because I was trying to be all into you. Once again, I will no longer be your punching bag. You think because I wore this do-rag, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna stand up because you do not have power over me. But I realized. You tried to beat the crap out of me. Domestic violence. I'm just so glad my heavenly father, all my angels that have gone before me, watched over me that night. Mm. See, when you put your hands over my mouth and you say, I told you no, I don't want to go through this. You said, yes, you do. You know you want it. But I told you no. See, no means no. No does not mean yes that you do what you want to do to me because of your mess. Mm -hmm. See, you are insecure little man mm -hmm. that try to want to stand to be bigger than this one man. Mm. <laughs> Domestic violence. It's about changing and stop hurting. I am a mother. 
I don't deserve to be somebody's other. I deserve to be the only and not the side piece. But I will stand above and I will stand tall because I'll be daggone. You're not going to put your hands on me no more. So now I'm going to close the door because I am not going to be your punching bag no more. I want to thank you. Woo, 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 woo. I swear that was freestyle because I didn't write that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. We really needed that, especially with the story that we had tonight out of um, Ohio with the young lady who actually lost her life to her to domestic violence because of her um, her ex her ex husband. And he was a, um, a judge. And so that brings us back to the conversation that we was having earlier about just being in these situations. And you know, you try to do the right thing. You try to get out. She filed a protective order. She did the right things, but she still ended up losing her life due to domestic violence. So that's just key to let us know. It ain't got nothing to do with the victim. Yeah. It's all about the abuser. And a lot of times, they a lot of mental illness is going on. So we have to be comfortable with talking about mental illness, talking about domestic violence, talking about sexual abuse. And so, you know, a lot of times when we talk about domestic violence, we never talk about that sexual violence yeah. that happens in relationships where people feel as though just because we're together that my body belongs to you, like I can't say no to exactly. you. Exactly, and I think that's that was the issue. Mm -hmm. The issue was, okay, I gave you the green light, but when the when I think when I saw there were, I saw the challenges, um, not the challenges, what I saw was some of the things, the signs, mm -hmm. the signs of, um, wait a minute, this is a little too forceful, wait a minute, this is going a little too fast, mm -hmm. uh, red light, mm -hmm. I need to stop this right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you when you get that feeling, that discernment feeling, mm -hmm. that means you gotta go. Mm -hmm. you know? But they don't want to stop. No. no, they don't want to stop. I mean, running for your life. I mean, trying to run for your life and get away. You know what I'm saying? It's, and I'm I'm, pry, I'm crying and praying, mm -hmm. praying and crying. Like, mm -hmm. okay, God, if you just just one more time, just mm -hmm. get me out of this. I swear I won't do. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And then you think about your children. Am, are my children going to find their mother dead because of this? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's what you got to think about. And we know it's not hard. It's not, I mean, it is hard. It's hard to get out of those situations, but I guarantee you it's worth it. It's worth it when you don't have to constantly keep looking over your shoulder or being around someone that you say you love and you can't even be yourself. You can't laugh, you can't talk, you can't wear a certain thing, your hair can't be like this. And yes. you got too many things that it just becomes overwhelming and the anxiety of yes, that. I isolated myself from my family and friends. Yeah, because you don't want them to see what's going on. No. It does that. And I didn't want to come home because I knew what I was getting into. Mm-hmm. But the kicker is when your children, after it's all said and done, when your son says, "Mommy, you not with him, not with him no more," because he he hurt us. I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking you playing, mm -hmm. but you hurt them. Because you see, the the um what people fail to understand is that children are sponges, mm -hmm. and even when we think that they're not watching, 
they're watching. Mm -hmm. They're 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 taking mental notes at this stuff. Mm -hmm. And when you when 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 they see you getting physically and mentally beat up, it's like they take on that whole thing and saying maybe I can do that to this person or if if they're in school and something is going wrong, mm -hmm. I see mommy and daddy fighting and somebody approached me the wrong way, so I'm gonna do what daddy did to mommy. Mm -hmm. And so that and, and so that's what I'm saying, the cycle. For me being a single mother of two boys, I did not want I, I just for me, I learned that I will never bring another man in my house with my children and we're not married. Mm -hmm. so I won't mm -hmm. do that. Because you have too many relationships, the boyfriend hurting the kids, the boyfriend killing the kids. You you out here working, you out here hustling, and you thinking they're taking care of your children. Mm -hmm. And they're not. Mm -hmm. They may be, but they're not. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and to, to have something happen to my children would just be so detrimental because I, I'm thinking about my emotions. I'm thinking about my feelings. See, when you continue to walk in your flesh and not walk in your spirit, then you're not going to hear what the Holy Spirit is telling you. Mm -hmm. You're just going to get the flesh part, mm -hmm. and that's all they want mm -hmm. is the flesh part. But a lot of women are not here today because of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a lot of women that's not here able to um, live out the rest of their life because they have been become victims of um, domestic violence, and their voices has been silenced. Yes. And it, it happens. Everybody that knows my story, they know that my daughter and my niece was murdered through to domestic violence. So it happens. It happens. People watch it, what happens, and then they always think that it's not going to happen to them. Mm -hmm. It can happen to you. It can happen to any one of us. There's a book that's called The Bondage Breaker by an author. His name is Dr. Neil T. Anderson. And the book is basically um, talking about the emotions that we go through. And he said that we all are just one person. And he's a, um, a psychologist. And he said that we are all one person away from being a murderer. Wow. That we all are. That wow. at any time we can snap. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. our, we let our emotions lead right. us. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we have to learn how to talk and communicate and effectively communicate wow. and to be able to have the tools that we need. We need to have conflict resolution skills. That's right. You know, a lot of times when things rise up, people want to turn a deaf ear or they don't want to deal with it. But you have to deal with things. Yeah. You have to deal with it. Right. But even that, making what you said is true because even the spirit of fear, you can get backed in a corner and because you're so fearful, you will come out lashing out at them and end up killing them. Absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. And if you ain't made no report of your abuse, you going to jail. Yeah. You yeah. going to jail as an abuser, as That's a murderer, right. whatever. And you going to go to jail. Believe me, it happened to me. I lashed back out at my husband, my ex-husband, my abuser, and one day I ended up stabbing him. And if it wasn't for me having documentation of the abuse he took me in, I would have went to jail for stabbing this man who abused me for over six years. Mm -hmm. exactly. It's no joke out here. It can happen. It can happen to the best of us. So we have to get the help that we need and stop pushing these issues under the rug. We can't. And then we leave one relationship and then go into another relationship with all that baggage, all that hurt, all that pain, thinking that something is going to be different. Right you're going to get the same outcome, just different players. Yes. It's just different players in the game. Mm -hmm. We have to take time and heal people. 
Yes, we do. We have to heal first because if we don't, we're going to keep messing up everybody that crosses our path. And hurt people, hurt people. And then you got your children. They growing up watching it. Right. That's how I knew about domestic violence. That's how I knew to fight in relationships because when I was growing up, I watched other people fight in relationships. Mm -hmm. So I fought in relationships. We have to change this behavior, family. It is not going to get better until we step up to say that, that we need help. Yes. We need help. We don't know how to do this. We ain't been taught what healthy relationships look like. Let's find out so that we ain't got to spend so much time with the wrong person. Mm. It's okay that when people no longer serve you or give you what you need and they threaten your peace, mm -hmm. walk away. It's not saying that you guys are not good people. Y'all just not good for one another. Right. Let them go. Let them go. It's not worth it. And clean your heart. No hard feelings. Forgive. True. Forgive. They may just ain't know how to love you the way you needed to be loved. Plus, it starts with them, though. Absolutely. It start, I mean, it, it goes from their family. Mm-hmm. true. Their upbringing. It take, like you said, if they seen their father beat their mother, it's a cycle. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to add on to what you were saying about what, being one step away. Because I thank God that my ex-boyfriend's roommate was there. Mm. Because I stabbed him and it didn't penetrate because his roommate grabbed my hand. Mm. And so I could have been in a situation trying to defend myself. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't have a history mm -hmm. to show that this is how he was. This is how you know he was in the past. And I think his mom had went through it with his father. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't have a history. So it's like, well, who was going to you know, try to prove what happened? I don't know if the roommate would have sided with me. Absolutely. But it, like, I blanked out so quick, I didn't even realize that I ran to the kitchen that I got a knife. Mm -hmm. It just happened so quick because I was raised to defend myself. Mm -hmm. So when he pushed me, I was like, wait a minute. No, he didn't. Mm -hmm. And I just ran so quick and came back so quick. And, just, you know, the roommate just stepped in. And I was like, you know what? This is not going to work. Mm -hmm. This is definitely not going to work. We have to know when to walk away. And whether yeah. he was drinking or not, that doesn't matter. No. Whether he can't or not, And we can't, we can't use that as an excuse. <laughs> no. because, because I know people who drink all the time, and they're never abusive. Right. right. When you drink, what's already in you is going to come out of you, not when you get drunk, something it new going to show up. Right. It just makes it's not nothing like new showing up. Absolutely. Right. It's who you are. So right. we can't use drinking as mm -hmm. an excuse. There's no excuse. There's never an excuse or for running abuse. a family. Absolutely. Yes. We can break those chains <laughs> yes, and break those curses and do better. We have to want to do better so that we can leave this earth in a better condition than when we found it. Because remember, one day we're going to leave this earth and our children and grandchildren are going to be here and great-grandchildren. What type of world do you want to leave for them? Mm -hmm. We have to do that. it. Yeah. We have to do it. But you know what gets me, though, my sister, is the fact that these abusers say that, you know, I saw my father or my mother beating up on a man or a woman, but you get older and you would think that you would want to nurture the person and not want to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, protect them because I've seen this person harm my mother or my father, but they don't. They don't. So what we're going to do, because we know this hour always goes so fast, we're going to close it out, but we're going to give everybody an opportunity to give them your social media platforms and where they can get that awesome sauce, <laughs> Angela. Okay, Miss TJ Sauce is www.mstjsauce.com. I am on Twitter as Miss TJ Sauce with two S's. 
Instagram, Facebook. You can Google me. Just, just type Miss DJ Salt. Google mm -hmm. me, baby. I'm like Huggy Lowdown. Just okay, Google. just Google me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, we definitely thank you for being here. Oh, this was a treat. This was yeah. an honor. Yes, and she will be back because we're yes. gonna. I try to get her to come in here. Mm -hmm. She's gonna do a whole show. She's gonna be in here cooking up some things. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that taken care of. So one. go ahead, Vanessa. <laughs> definitely give them your information. You can find me at social media at Vanessa Fleeton, and my website is VanessaFleeton.com. Go over there and check out the books I have on sale. They're great. Absolutely. Stacy. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, uh, Stacy Harvey, and also um, Handle with Grace, uh, my event planning business as well. And my nonprofit organization is My Heart is in His Hand. Awesome. You can go on MyHeart.org. My Heart Thank you so much. And of course, you can follow me at MBA Speaks on Instagram and Facebook. And my website is mbaspeaks.com. Also, don't forget, I have adopted a one-year-old little girl through an adoptive um, family program this year for the Christmas holidays. And so there are some things that she needs. We are helping out a single father who has three children who's having a hard time right now. And we just want to bless his children this season and be able to help him out. So if you would like to help me, you can definitely send me a message on um, Instagram or Facebook. And definitely you, you can send me a monetary donation at um, on Cash App at McKeon Anderson. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We will be back here next Monday at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. We will definitely have our co-hosts back. So thank you for tuning in, and you have a great evening. All right, that's what we're talking about. Y'all going to do what y'all going to do out there, because we're going to maintain what we're doing up here, all right? Uh. Also, we're going to do it with the big brother bully, because he got the book in. He said, what now? We'd love to see your book here. All right, I say now when the people see me, they say have no fear. All we're going to do is for the big brothers come from Berlin, the part of Big Apple and all the rest of that crew, Philly crew. All right, also special education going out to the big brothers Southeast man because they got the book, good. All right, then, do it, y'all. I'm we love to, we love to see you do it, y'all. All right, look at y'all. Talk about the people see me, they say have no fear, cuz go, go, Lorenzo, so nothing. Say the people come around me just to